Hi, I'm Ruth. And I'm Lori. And this is 80s Music Rewind, where we discuss 80s music and culture as only two friends who have been friends since the 80s can. So sit back and take a listen. This is 80s Music Rewind. Hello, everyone, and welcome to 80s Music Rewind. I'm Ruth. And I'm Lori. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking today about the, uh, we're going to start talking about 1987 singles. We're going to talk about 100 to 51 today. But first, we're going to talk about a couple of things that Lori and I have done in the last week. We were attending, we attended to two concerts, attended to, attended to, attended to, to, no, attended (laughs) to, yes, attended two concerts TWO um, this week and we were going to talk about them a little bit. Yes. So the first one was an AARP concert <laughs> virtual of Debbie Gibson. Lori, your thoughts? Um, I love Debbie Gibson. Agree. I loved the songs that she played, but sure. it was a little... Mm. All right, first of all, we had buffering issues. Yes. That, not because of our setup at Ruth's home, but because of ARP. So, um, and I did verify that just to go, everybody's listening and be like, it's your problem. Yeah. No, I'm running on one gig if I'm hardwired, and that one's hardwired, that, that TV. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that, not the problem. Right. So that, you know, was a little upsetting because, you know, you're trying to listen to, you know, some of her really good songs and it keeps going out. Um, but also, I mean, she lives in Vegas. Mm-hmm. She was coming to us live from Vegas. Mm-hmm. We felt like we were watching a Vegas lounge act. Mm-hmm. And that, I didn't like that vibe. It doesn't seem like her. No, that that vibe for the concerts was not, that was not my jam. So I don't know if she kind of did like a lounge acty thing just because the audience is ARP. And so maybe she figured she had appealed to maybe some older people. But what older people are going to be like, I don't like Debbie Gibson, but I think I'll watch the concert because it's being provided to us by AARP. Well, they had right? like, lots of good messages during it about how music um, helps you, which I mean, it was very interesting, the information that they did provide on that. I mean, it was educational. <laughs> it seemed like it wasn't really cohesive. Mm, yeah. And I think a lot of it, I think that my my opinion of it would change if AARP wanted to sponsor this podcast, waka waka, <laughs> just kidding. Um, I think my opinion of it would change if there weren't so many buffering issues. It kind of seemed, okay, so first you start this concert and this woman appears on the screen, which she's an executive, I guess, of AARP, I guess is what she was. I, I, guess, I couldn't yeah. really tell who she was. But they had her dressed in extremely heavy eye makeup. <laughs> And it was very like it was bad. I, it was. I mean, it it wasn't was, even look it was, good. It was bad. It was not her problem because I am a hundred percent sure that somebody probably did her makeup for her, but it distracted from whatever messages she was trying to parlay. Because I was busy looking at her eye makeup, going, <laughs> "That was a choice." Okay, and Why? also they the way they had her dress. They had her like in like yes. a jeans jacket. Her they had her hair. It would look like it was like crimped or you know you know scrunched kind of like 80s style up in a high ponytail you know trying to look like you know like ooh, like you know cutesy debbie gibson you know 80s like that vibe which is fine but 
as we get older, it doesn't look cute anymore. And it just didn't look cute. It just looked bad. It I think it would look like cute in a certain to, way. Right. Well, it looks like she was trying too hard. Yes. And the makeup was bad. I mean, yes. I can't talk because I know personally, I wear a lot of eye makeup. I always have. Um, so maybe that's what people think about me. But um, on a daily basis, we have a text chat, me and 5,000 other people. Huh? Your eye makeup every day. Oh, we discuss it on this you? text chat. Okay, thank you. 5,000 people. So, I mean, I, you know, <laughs> no. I don't, not one to judge, but it just didn't no. look good. And it, like I said, and we couldn't understand. I mean, granted, she was introducing the concert, but I don't know why they just couldn't have someone just dressed normally, just on there, like, hey, this is going to be, you know, yeah. we're bringing you this event. I, I just thought it was weird that. They chose to do that. I don't know. It was just strange. It was it was weird the way they put it together. Mm-hmm. And it was weird the way that it... They had her on a soundstage, obviously, with like a, this generic little set. Now, she's going on tour, so that could have been part of her set. The, like the decor in the back or whatever could have been part of her set. But... What decor? Is the, her name her on name. the screen? Yeah, it was her name. And that okay. was it. Okay. Okay. So... She had like her dancer. It was, it was, they didn't have an audience in there cheering her on. So it was very flat and one dimensional. Mm -hmm. Debbie is great. So I don't think this is her. I think this is the way that it was set up by AARP. So I think that this venue would have been this type of. Now, Richard Marks did one, and I don't know what that was like, but I would have been interested to see it. Because he plays piano and does stuff, and that's probably more of an appropriate venue for this type of event where you're just playing piano and mm-hmm. singing ballads. Yeah. You know, but Don't she, Mean Nothing is like his hardest hitting song, I think. Right. Like, I mean, she sat at the piano and she sang some of her ballads, and that was, I mean, she's excellent. But the parts when she got up to dance. Yeah, it was. And then it just seemed like this not enough room for everybody. No, it was cramped. There's four backup dancers and then her. And then in the corner, they had the two backup singers. So it just seemed like it was very cramped and like she really couldn't do her thing. Right. I don't think that she could have presented the type of show she wanted to present. But Mm -hmm. and and, and when you tie in the buffering issues, it was like, Mm -hmm. (sighs) it was rough, man. Yeah. But But, but, and it was only 45 minutes. Yes. It was a 45 minute show. Yeah. Which. Yeah. Was why bother? Mm-hmm. So, and it I was mean, like an opening act at a concert type of time. And it, what's weird is that too is like okay, so they were doing they're bringing this concert because they wanted to promote, you know, obviously brain health, brain health, and with you know everything going on today in the world, you know everybody is worried about you know your um, social emotional things and it's you know just as important i work in a school it's just as important for the kids as it is for us as adults and i think that that was a good message to try to talk about how music you know helps so much with your brain um i agree but it was just weird i don't know just the way they were trying to tie it in i mean with her concert and then the little facts on the screen like i said they were interesting but it just like things didn't flow well together, so it just seemed it, like yeah, it didn't, yeah, it didn't flow from mm-hmm. the beginning of the introduction to the end of the outro to the way that they this tiny stage that they gave her to mm-hmm. the forty-five minute time limit, which is ridiculous. And then um, it, 
it was just bad. It should have been. Well, I don't understand why it was forty five minutes. It should have been one hour yeah. or thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Should have been like join us for a thirty minute concert, mm-hmm. and she could have sang like five songs. And here's the thing: I think what they should have done was either started out and offered somebody talking about how music yes. helps your brain, and yes. then had Debbie go. Yes. And then afterwards, follow up with more facts. Yes. That would made more sense. Yes. That is because that would have t- flowed better. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I, yeah, it just was organized poorly. Mm-hmm. So put us in charge of the next one. Exactly. Or sponsor our podcast. I'm just Have kidding. us do a podcast. Yeah, we'll do a podcast about it. Yes. About it. Um, there you go. But we'll be it, glad to but, do but it. But by no means is this Debbie Gibson's fault. Nope. I mean, she was just the hired person to be in the music. I think the it's music. just production. It's yeah. just the way it was produced. Mm-hmm. And I think that AARP just kind of missed the ball on this one. And kind of, you know, there's a whole generation of us that are not AARP members, but we are Debheads. And we love her. And we love these artists from the 80s. And if you don't strive to have us join your ranks in a way that is appealing to us as Gen Xers, you're not going to, your memberships, I mean. Exactly. And, that, and they need to start I mean, appealing to us because we're the ones yeah, coming we're in your there. Next, we're your next wave there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, but again, I'm not ready for AARP. Okay, and then, so that was Thursday night. Yes. Friday night, we had a concert that was in person. It was so exciting. We went to see Winger. Woo! The opening act was the Bullet Boys. <laughs> okay. We really tried hard to avoid seeing them, not Winger. The Bullet Boys. The Bullet Boys, because um, it's just not our jam. It's not our stuff. And we got there, and they were still performing. Loudly. And it, yes, it was it, it was in a small. It was at the Arcata Theater in St. Charles, Illinois, and it's a beautiful theater, but it's small. Um, it's so, a theater, right? It's like you right. know, it's a theater. So yeah. when you've got someone playing really loud heavy metal music, it was loud. And I know I'm getting older, and I'm sure, you know, thirty years ago I wouldn't have thought it was as loud. But um, I just don't care for their music. So and. The lead singer just seemed odd. I don't know if he was on something, if he was on stuff in the past, and it has caused him to come across a little bit more strangely. Um, I don't know, but he was just very odd, and so it added to the weirdness of the whole thing. They, But other people there seemed very excited. I mean, there were a lot of people there who wanted to see them. So, um, yeah, so once they were over... Luckily, we didn't have to hear very much of that. Mm. Um, then it was time for Winger. And I have to say that um, as far as Kip Winger's voice, I think his voice still sounds really good. Um, you know, I thought the band sounded really, really good. Um, they can still bring it. Um, but I have to say, ladies out there, that my young girl fantasy was shattered. Um <laughs> I used to be completely in love with Kip Winger when I was younger. Um, only guy with long hair, or one of the only guys. I can't say the only guy. There was only a few guys from back then in that whole glam rock era that I found attractive because, as you all have heard me say a million times, I like my clean-cut boys. Um, but I used to be in love with Kip Winger, and I have to say that, I mean, he's in good shape, but he just he was wearing his hair a little bit long again, and it just... I don't know. I just there's something about I guys feeling that age it. curly hair that shouldn't have longer hair. Right. They should just cut it. And I just so wasn't. I cut. wasn't feeling it. 
I wasn't like if I would have been like in the front row and Kip Winger would have been like, hey, baby, I would have been like, mm, sorry, I don't think so. But if I was like, this go is back. a monumental occasion. <laughs> I need everyone to timestamp the time. We are 11 minutes and 45 seconds in that Lori has now decided that she no longer times <laughs> at this stage. Kip Winger. Attractive. Hot. I know. Sorry, Kip. Attractive or hot? He seems like a very nice person, though. I mean, the way he was running the show. Very, very he nice. Sh- he did a shout out. There was a girl in the audience who was 17, which was kind of funny because, you know, they have that song, 17. So we sang Happy Birthday to her. Mm-hmm. Um, then there was a girl that was there with her dad, and he did it. They were actually sitting like two rows in front of us, and they actually did a shout out to her. I mean, so it was really cool. And he and was a like. a 15 year old in the audience. Yeah. And like, he was trying to, like, you know, interact with the young people is like, it's important when I mean, we love our young fans. We want, you know, a new generation of winger fans. And he just seemed like a really genuinely nice guy. And so, he was involving the audience. He yes. was personable. He was charismatic on stage. He was super sweet and super kind. And mm-hmm. I can imagine from his onstage persona that when you meet him in person, and I know people who have met him in person, that they found him to be legitimately one of the nicest guys they had met. So I do believe that. And he is extremely talented. I mean, I don't yes. think that you're going to play for Alice Cooper if you suck. Right. I, You know, he's not going to let you do that. And you've got like all this other stuff and people come for you and, and for help on their albums mm-hmm. and you're doing all this other work. And he has you know. some really talented um, other guitar players with him that yeah. have played with some on tours yeah. and with other some really famous bands that again are yeah, it's really like a good good so, community yeah. of of musicians. And mm-hmm. he was like very much like thank you for supporting live music. And that really the guy before and the Bullet Boys. No, I kind of talked about that a little bit. Yeah. He seemed it, like he was either on something yes, or his, the, he, his brain damage. I, I, I don't mean to be mean. And I, I feel we really bad. I was trying situation. not we, to say we anything. Yeah, we yeah. can look up information if we had any. I don't know his situation. He did talk about his dad dying of COVID-19. Yeah, that was pretty sad. That was incredibly sad during his set. And I felt horrible for him. And then he mm-hmm. was talking about how his former bandmates trashed him in the press. But he was leading with love or something. And it just made... It, no set set right it was just it was just a incoherent. little it was very incoherent and i don't know if it's because nerves nerves or no, he almost was his plane to get there today. right and he said too that i think he said it was only three months ago his father passed away yeah. so i mean i'm sure he's dealing with a lot grief. and then a lot of grief and then you're on stage and you're trying to talk about it obviously you can't break down you're in front of an audience so I don't know if that's why what he was trying to say kind of came out a little incoherent. I did. I mean, I really, and I didn't mean to be mean when I was saying that earlier. I really kind of generally felt bad for the guy because I don't know his situation. Um, but yeah, he just did not seem with it. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't think know why. I don't know that he really wanted to be there, but yeah. he had, knew he had to be there. All right, and job. they had a lot of fans there. I mean, the girl mm-hmm. that we were talking about two rows up, like the guitarist or whatever for the band came up in the middle of the winger concert and was like talking to her and taking pictures like right where I'm trying to watch winger. <laughs> that was cool. But, I, know, I mean, exactly. that was very nice of him to do. So I was very much like, okay, like it seems like these people are super nice and that's kind of how I go by things every day. But anyway, winger was really great. Yes. Kip's voice has changed a little bit. He did mess up some lines and some words. 
that's okay. That's okay. It's, if I haven't heard the songs in so long yeah, that I didn't it, even notice. So. <laughs> it's not like it's Paul McCartney singing, you know, Love Me Do. Right. We all, you know, if you mess that up, I don't know how, but right. I mean, it's a winger. Mm-hmm. So we enjoyed it. Our next concert is Tears for Fears. Yeah, say it's Tears for Fears. Yeah. Cheers for Fears, and then right after that is um, New Kids on the Block, Rick Astley, uh-huh. Salt and Pepper, yep. and Invoke. Salt and Pepper's here. Yeah, that's going to be a really fun week for me because I go from Tears for Fears. The next night is Miranda Sings, Colleen Ballinger. Love her. And then the next night is that. And the funniest part about that concert, which she's referring to as the New Kids on the Block and Salt and Pepper and them, is that um, Ruth is bringing her son, John because he loves Rick Astley, and Rick Astley is part of this performance. And I'm like, well, I hope that John doesn't mind watching me push it to salt and pepper and no, get my jam care. on. So it's going to be funny. He doesn't because, care. I know he doesn't, but it's just going to be funny. Yeah. I mean, because he's never been to a concert with us, so he's going to know yeah. what we're yeah. like at concerts. <laughs> he's going to be embarrassed. I was, I was just like, look, I'm going to dance, mm-hmm. and I don't care what you say, and I don't care what you do, because I don't know any of these people yep. around me, and we're at a concert, and that's what you do. Right. You're not going to leave, and people aren't going to be like, oh my God, John's mom, blah, 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 blah. It's not going to happen. Yeah, as long as you and don't if record it does, us, then, you know, we're good. Yeah. And if it does, then meh, I exactly. wouldn't care anyway. Yep. All right, so let's get into what we're talking about in this episode, which is the top... One hundred singles of nineteen eighty seven by Billboard magazine. We are going through one hundred to fifty one today. Our next episode will be fifty two one. Yes, as per usual. <laughs> All right, number one hundred is a song by an Australian group <laughs> <laughs> out of Michigan. Out of Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh love you down by ready for the world a michigan group that Lori thought was australian yes if you are a regular listener of our podcast you'll know that when Oshila was on one of the countdowns i was talking about how i love like the australian accent <sighs> and all that and bruce like, <laughs> <laughs> bruce like what the hell are you talking I know, about so she looks it up and i find out they're from michigan and i thought they were australian i mean i've known i thought that my whole life since i've ever heard them perform or on you know on the radio and that's okay we're all allowed you know it took me a long time to recognize that steely dan who steely dan people were like like professional like engineers or whatever i didn't never understood that so all right, number 99 is Funky Town by Pseudo Echo, a oh. song that Lori and I listen to all the time in my living room. Yes, we love the song. We love Pseudo Echo. We love the video. Oh, I know. Mm. Teenage girls. Teenage girls. That's mm-hmm. what we loved. We love Pseudo Echo. So look up a picture of Pseudo Echo from 1987. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they don't look the same today <laughs> because Lori now has had two dreams crushed. I Wait, know. What? what's Jim Kerr? Are you? I don't know. It's Jim Kerr. Wait, does and Mark then, Slaughter still look good? But he's from no. the 90s. He's from the 90s. No. From Slaughter. I don't think okay. he does. This is what I have to say, though. It's it's just sad because... Are that what people are saying about us? <laughs> yeah. They don't look good anymore. You know what? You got you to think about this, too. If you're spending your years touring and you're a musician, it's a little different. Like, you know, 
what's the worst we do we go into an office or whatever i like i like show a house i, I mean ha- i, I, I have don't know not, and i'm not saying this about all musicians because no. this is a total stereotype it is 100 percent. but i wasn't out there partying drinking doing drugs you know sleeping with copious amounts of people rachel hunter <laughs> no i did not sleep with rachel hunter <laughs> But Kip Winger did. <laughs> he did, but then she left him for freaking Rod Stewart, which never. Okay, that I don't ever get. Never, yeah. We'll never understand that. We'll never They're understand sweetie. that. No. All right, number ninety-eight is you got to fight for your right to party by the Beastie Boys. I played that for my kids, and they were like, "What is this?" I loved the Beastie Boys. It's the Beastie Boys. I'm like back when um how do you this this uh, tape came out? Yes, tape. Um. My stepbrother and I both loved it. And so when we were on vacation, we, um, like when my mom and stepdad got married, we went to Florida. We went on a cruise. They got married on the cruise. Then we went back. It was the Disney cruise, but it wasn't, they didn't have Disney cruise lines yet. So it was like a themed Disney cruise for through a different cruise company that Disney affiliated with. And then we went to Disney World and we had a good time and we would fight over this tape. And so we finally got like the cassette like the Walkman, where mm-hmm. you can plug in more than Two. one head. Yeah. Yes, and we would listen to this at the same time. Yeah. Or you could have just bought another copy. All right. <laughs> would that have not been easier <laughs> for you to just buy another copy? It might have been. They my, were $7.98. I don't know. It was my... I, I, don't put it's logic your stepbrother that was a problem. He should have just been like, you know what, Lori? He liked heavy metal. So maybe he, but he didn't did, need a Beastie Boys tape. That's what I'm saying. That's why I think like we had a. Both. Well, that's what I'm saying. He should yeah. have just bought his own. Well, I just think he didn't want to. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, that's his problem. But anyway, that just makes that makes sense now. But back then, I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, back then you're just like, oh, I guess we'll have to. We'll we'll get we'll spend a hundred dollars on a Walkman with two jacks so that we can listen to an eight dollar tape together. Well, here's the thing. Did uh, he not have a Walkman? I don't know. I don't remember. Ruth, you're trying to ask me to remember little details. This You have to remember <gasps> that this story may not even be accurate because I'm trying to remember something from 1987. I think we need to call him and verify. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, number 97. Ooh. I love this song so much. I've been in love before by Cutting Crew. Awesome. I love oh, Cutting Crew. I love Cutting Crew. They're so good. And I do like look them up online quite a bit to see like if anything's happening or... They're going to come back and tour or mm. anything. Cause, oh, to mm. see this song at concert. They, although I know what the song sounded like in my head. And when I play it, because I have it on 45, and I know the way it sounds. And I know that if we were in concert, it Just, would be wrong. And it would drive me nuts. Because that's what happened at Winger the other night. What was it that he played? Oh, it was 17. Like the very first like riff of 17 was different. And I was like, mm. mm. I don't like it, but you know, love that yeah. Song. All right, number ninety six is "Meet Me Halfway" by Kenny Loggins. I like that song. Oh, don't even ask. Like, act like you don't know it. Meet me halfway across the sky. No. Oh, you know it. Oh, come on! How do you not know this song? It's really good. I really like it. I'll have to look it up. You'll have to look it up. I bet I do know it. It's just not tripping my wire. Hey, it was number ninety six for the whole year, nineteen eighty seven. So you know it was a good song. <laughs> Although Cutting Crew should have been higher, but we no. won't get into that. Mm-hmm. Number 95 is Ballerina Girl by Lionel Richie about 
uh, Nicole Richie. There you go. He adopted her. So sweet. Such mm-hmm. a sweet song. It is. Uh, number 94 is one of my favorite songs of all time. Yes, I love this song. Right on track by The Breakfast Club. By Breakfast Club. Not The Breakfast Club. Right. But Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Club. Mm-hmm. Right on track. And I'm going to ask you a question because I may have asked you this before. Did you see the documentary they did about their relationship with Madonna? No. Such a good documentary. Mm. <coughs> she me. just... She's something. I'll just say that. Hmm. Madonna? Mm. Mm. Oh, oh, damn it. Uh, see, you're doing it. You're doing what I said I would have done. All right. We're all good, though. All right. Um, this is a great song. So, And, and actually, this entire tape, tape, I said, <laughs> yes. of this uh, album by Breakfast Club, if you don't have it, download it or listen to it on Apple Music or Spotify or wherever you stream because it's actually really good. The whole thing is good. All right, number 93 is Doing It All For My Baby by Huey Lewis and the News. Not my favorite Huey Lewis and the News song by far. No, I mean, I like it, it's though. It's okay. I'm sure, I'm trying to remember what Scott changed it to. <clears throat> I know it wasn't anything appropriate. I can't remember, but... Mm, I'm sure I could probably boys, figure it out. The boy never mm-hmm. talks to us anyway, so... <laughs> All right, number 92 is a song that I think sucks. Well, it's because it's by The Pretenders. It's Don't Get Me Wrong, which I like this song, but you know, I like The Pretenders. I guess what song I heard the other day, Ruth? They were, Brass and Pocket? Yes, because it, this year, I mean, not this year, this week on the countdown, it's 1980. And so they play Brass and Pocket. That's that old. Oh, oh yeah. Right. There's a lot of songs that aren't that old. It's scary. Brass and Pocket. Yes. <laughs> So I like Don't Get Me Wrong because I like The Pretenders. Don't get me wrong. Okay, speaking of songs I really don't care for, I love this next group. I hate this song. Number 91 is Victory by Cool and the Gang. Mm. Jeez, do you hear it in my voice? Mm. Victory. I'm like... It's okay. It's not mm. my favorite. It kind of sucks. But the next one is fun. <sighs> I love the next song. It's so cute and it's fun. To, it's just cheery. Cross Broken Heart by the Jets. I like the Jets. They're so peppy and... Everything about him is just so. I just think fun. it's really. I like. I've told this story before. I think, but I think it's really cute how like they like the lead singers. The sisters are like 13, 12 at the time when they're singing all this stuff, and they had no idea what they were singing about. So their manager's like, "Sing about puppies." Hmm. Like so, any love songs they're talking about how much they love their puppy. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of cute story. Mm-hmm. All right, number 89 is Respect Yourself by Bruce Willis. Oh, God. In his illustrious singing career, this got higher than Cutting Crew. I know. And Kenny Loggins. This is what's sad. This is why I've spoken about this before, that these actors in this time period who all decided that they needed to sing, and then their songs, like, get on the top 100 songs of the whole year. I mean, seriously, was this song that good? No. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, it had to be out, beat out, like, all these other, and they think of the songs that aren't on this list. Wow. Wow. We're going to have a whole al- uh, whole episode, an album, whatever. We're going to have an episode where we talk about songs that from the 80s that aren't played enough. Because as I'm going through my brother's videotapes from videotaping MV50, which is a TV show coming out of uh, WPWR Channel 50 in Aurora, um, that they played on Saturdays and Sundays. He would just tape the whole thing and then like, I'm going through these videos and it's it's a lot of fascination by Company B. Do you remember that song? Oh, yes. Yeah. I think I've actually heard that song on the radio the other day. Yeah, so Honestly. it's on uh, there a lot. But there's a whole bunch of other songs that, that are not. So obviously that I whoever's heard running that years. show must have really liked oh, that they video. I love that song. <laughs> and my brother had that like 
So I guess album. if I was running that, I would have been playing a lot of Bananarama. Yeah, they have that too. Yeah. They played it. Venus. Sure. We watched it. I know we did. Still love it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, they have a new album out, by the way. <gasps> they do? Yeah. Mm. You're never going to buy it because you don't buy music. But I maybe know. you can stream it. I'll stream it. Yeah. Okay. Number 88. Who will you run to by heart? Mm, it's okay. I like it. I like it. I like it. It's not my favorite heart song. Oh, no. My favorite heart songs are... Um, well, my favorite of all time is an older one. And then... Um, I like, I can't think of the name of it. My favorite right of all time is still Barracuda. It's not mine. It's, uh, God, I can never remember. Magic Man? No. Alone? Mm, no, I do like that song, but it's not. I, I, I ha- it takes me a moment to think of it because it's. Lori will think about it right when we're done with the podcast. Yes, I will. Okay. Number 87, Just to See Her by Smokey Robinson. Mm. It's very sweet. It's a sweet song. Yes. Number 86, I Don't Care If I Ever Hear Again. It's not horrible. Brilliant Disguise by Bruce Springsteen. I really like this song. It's one of my um, ones by Bruce Springsteen Mm -hmm. I really like. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. The next song. (laughs) Nothing's going to change my love for you. It's cheesy as hell, but of course, guess who really likes this song? Lori loves this song. Cheese Factory right over here. Lori. Nothing's yeah. going to change my love for you. Mm-hmm. All right. Number 84, Heat of the Night by Brian Adams. One of my favorite Brian Adams songs. In the heat of the night. I love Brian Adams. Off. Yeah. I love Brian Adams. That's a great concert. I want to go see him in concert. So if he's coming, if he comes Weren't back. Weren't you supposed to go with us when we went? I don't think so. I don't think I was ever invited to this concert. No, I think you were. No. What year? Well, it was his Reckless tour. <sighs> the anniversary of reckless we went it was at northerly island i remember asking you if you wanted a shirt you couldn't attend or you didn't come or something happened i did not not attend so i think well you didn't attend you too i know but that was different i just was exhausted from just selling my house a long weekend less is yeah it was like a lot going on yeah you should have went i know i should (laughs) have hindsight in the moment i was just exhausted that's okay Number 83 is one of my favorite songs of all time. I say that so often. Something So Strong by Crowded House. I mm-hmm. freaking love them. And they're coming. And now Rob's like, I may go. And I'm like, please make up your mind. Sidebar, Fogarty tickets. Let's have a conversation about the Fogarty ticket debacle. Mm-hmm. Fogarty is coming. That's John's bucket or Rob's bucket list. It's the debacle. Tickets are like almost $200 a piece, apparently. Like they're over $150. Where is he at? Ravinia. Oh, it's because it's at Ravinia. And you want to sit in the pavilion. So, yeah. Good luck. I don't even want to go. I know. But if he, I told him, I said, if you want to go, you went with me to see Genesis. Well, I like that. Like, that's a hard. Oh, I'm forced to go see Genesis. Like, seriously, who's forced? To go see Genesis. I mean, I do make him go see. I made him go see. Yeah, see, he liked, you know, I made him go see some concerts he probably didn't want to go to. So, but he's made me go to Jimmy Buffett. And I did go with him to see two Pink Floyd things. Mm-hmm. But. I mean, I'm not saying you're not going. What I'm saying is 
Well, yeah, I mean, he'll have to get the tickets, tickets because exactly. I'm not buying tickets that's for what this. I'm saying. He's going to have to buy them if he wants to go. That's what I was just going to say. Why is he not buying the tickets? But anyway, so we could go see Crowded House, but he's he's vacillating on whether or not he wants to do it. And I would like to really go see them, please. Yes. Ooh, I really, really like the next song. Midnight Blue by Lou Graham. Midnight Blue. Wait, is he the one coming when we saw? Was it? Yes, Lou Graham. It was, right? Right, I'm pretty sure, yes. I, are you going to go see Lou Graham? Because I said I really liked the song Midnight Blue. Yeah, are you going to go see him? No. Not to see this one song. Somebody on Twitter. <clears throat> if you follow our Twitter at 80s Music Rewind, um, I tweet quite a bit. But somebody on our timeline was taking pictures because they were at a concert. And it was America. And I thought yeah. of you immediately. I want you to know that yesterday while I was uh, doing stuff, uh, listening to these modules I have to listen to for school that I'm supposed to be paying attention to, but I was playing music in the background, I played a couple of America songs. I even played that song by Brad that I was talking about that I like. So, Mike. Then go see America. Is there any original people in it? I've been through the desert on a horse. There's only like two or three songs that I recognize that I liked. I might know the other songs again. I maybe I don't recognize the titles. But I'm like, "Mm." but Sister Golden Hair is such a good song. Such a good song. I guess if my brother or my sister were around and they wanted to go, then we I would go. Yeah. Because they would have more of a reference to Bread and America. Bread isn't playing. But there's a really good other song. No, that's not it. That's Super Tramp. What's the song by America that was out in like the late 80s? Probably, I don't know. That we loved. Can't remember it. I don't know. Like I said, I was looking at the names of the songs and I wasn't sure if I knew all of them. But anyway, back to this countdown. The next song, number 81, is Big Love by Fleetwood Mac. I love this song. Excuse me. Love it. And I really love the next song. Number 80, Point of No Return by Expose. I loved Expose. The video I have now seen at least five times in oh, the last two the, weeks. The MV50? Probably like twice a show or something. <laughs> it's a good, I mean, I like it. I used to, I'll be honest with you, when it first came out, I didn't like it at all. I thought it sucked. But I will be honest with you now, I, I've said that now twice. Um, I like it a lot now. But I didn't like it then. It grew on me. Really? I always loved Expose. Number 79 is Diamonds. By Herb Albert. They don't come for free. Yep. Exactly. I don't want your money. But that they leave off of here is that Janet Jackson sings on this song. That's what makes it. Diamonds. I love this song. The only reason I like that song (coughs) is is Janet Jackson. Yes. Mm -hmm. Which I don't understand why it doesn't say Herb Albert featuring Janet Jackson. Right. Neither do I. She probably just didn't want credit for it. No, because on the countdown, they talk like when one week when they're doing the countdown, I heard the song because I forgot about it. I was like, oh, I really liked this song. And um, no, they said very plainly that it was Janet Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Number 78 is This Love by Survivor. Great song. I can't imagine you not loving this song. <laughs> you know, I love this song. <laughs> Do you even have to ask? Is there certain songs that she's guaranteed song. that Lori likes the song? Yeah. yeah, it's mm-hmm. a cheese ball song. And it's a great song by Survivor. Yes. Mm. Mm. And I don't know if I go see them touring now because the lead singer from, lead singer from Survivor at this time is has passed away. So it won't sound the same. Um, Next one is a good song. Let Me Be The One by Expose. Another Expose song. Let me song. be yeah. the one. Also, I've seen oh, this video a lot. Dream. 
Okay. <clears throat> and then the next one is The Finer Things by Steve Winwood. And I'm sure that those of you who listen know that I love Steve, love Steve Winwood. Really like his songs. I like all, I mean, I really don't, it's hard to press to find a Steve Winwood song I don't like. So I really do like it. Why is his name underlined? Who? Is there like a hyperlink to it or something? What do you mean? Mine's not. <laughs> oh, mine is underlined. Hmm. Weird. All right, number 75 is big time. I'm on the way. I'm making it. Huh. Huh. Peter Gabriel. I got really sick of this, his crap at this point in time. Sledgehammer and big time. I was like, these videos are annoying AF. Stop playing them. But back in the day, they were good. considered such like innovative videos. Yeah. And mm-hmm. nowadays you look at it and be like, my son made that in seventh grade class <laughs> Class in seventh grade. Isn't that something? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, next one is Wanted Dead or Alive by Bon Joveve. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it, um, I mean, this whole album was good. Not bon yeah, Jovi. Not a bad song no, on this album. No. And of course, everybody likes Bon Jovi. I mean, yeah, especially but everybody's then. sick of Bon Jovi now too. Like Rob won't listen to Bon Jovi anymore. And you guys talked about that. Yeah, like, you guys don't yeah. listen to Bon Jovi anymore. Can't listen to Bon Jovi. John likes Bon Jovi, mm-hmm. which is shocking. They're ca- they're touring. Only reason why I know is that I know someone who was in Nashville this weekend and they went to see Bon Jovi in concert. I saw that on Twitter too. A bunch of people talking about that. They're yeah. going to see Bon Jovi. Well, you might be friend. We might be friends with the same people. A person on Facebook. We might know some of the same. Pe- we know some of the same people. So you might have seen the same. I think some of your people just friended me, <laughs> and I friend. I was like, okay, whatever. But I, don't, yeah, I you know, a lot of them block from a lot of, of the stuff. I Prairie see. Point. Oh, you and I are like friends with some of the same people because yeah. oh, Prairie Point. Right, and the, they went to Prairie Point, and then I'm either I work with them or I know them from dance. I know there's there's somebody that's friends with you that friend of me on facebook and then i said okay because i thought they were prairie point people i don't think they're prairie point people but their kid is the same age as one of my kids and one of my kids is like why are you friends with them that kid is awful and i was like okay i don't know who i'm curious now who it was i'll have to tell you afterwards yes next one rock steady by the whispers good song you wanted me too much okay Love that song. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, the next one is Rhythm is Gonna Get You by Gloria Estefan and the Sound Machine. Yes. This is Ruth feels about Gloria Estefan as I feel about the Eurythmics. Yes. Yes, because you heard her mm. voice get softer as she was, you know, saying the name of the group. Not needed. Mm. Although, you know, I mean. I really like this song. Again, extremely talented performers. Fantastic in their craft. Not my gig. Right. I mean, sometimes you just don't like certain types of music. And that's just just it. Uh, Number 71 is Casanova by Levert. (laughs) (laughs) If all, you could just see Ruth's face right out. I'm trying to figure out why that's so much higher than other songs. Mm -hmm. It's not like it's a bad song. I'm just trying to figure out why it ranked higher. I know. Number 70 is When Smokey Sings by ABC, which is uh, one of my favorite of theirs. Mm-hmm. Uh, 69 is, oh, I know, Someday by Glass Tiger. I believe I have that on 45 twice. I think I bought two copies oh, for some reason. Look at that. I love that song. It is a very, very good song. And they have a very active, very active Facebook committee. Com- committee. Mm-hmm. Very active Facebook community. Alan Frew. 
Um, you, aren't the they the singer. ones who are touring in Canada that you yes. wanted us to go see? Yeah. And we're it's trying to figure out hours. where these towns were. Yeah, it's only like six hours away. Yeah. Uh, number 68 is freaking Jam. I love this song. It is a great song if you're angry or frustrated and you just want to get mm-hmm. it out and scream. Tonight, Tonight, Tonight by Genesis. I'm just so surprised you like a Genesis song. Ha, I'm just joking. Yeah. We all I freaking love it. Obviously, just talked about how she went to see them in concert. Yeah. Okay, next one whoops, is Stand By Me by Benny King. I think that's because of the movie. It didn't come out in 87, mm-hmm. didn't it? Stand yeah. By Me? I've never seen it. Yes, it did. I told you that how I, the first time I saw this movie, I was in Germany. Mm-hmm. Yes, we were. Um, I got to go to Germany for German club in high school, and we were there, and this movie was out, and we went to see it with English subtitles. But it was a very interesting experience to see a movie. Um, in another language before the cold war was before the wall was down yeah i got to go to germany when it was still i got to go to berlin i got to go east and west berlin and we got to we i have a picture in front of checkpoint charlie so i have actually historical pictures i'm very excited for you (laughs) i know i actually think that's something that's pretty cool i was not jealous at all no not at all Mm. Mm. Uh, number 66 was Breakout by Swing Out Sister oh, this song. I know me too I wanted her hair mm-hmm. I wanted everything that she was wearing it was just a great song that hairdo would have looked good on you too I know I want. I tried well, to get it later on in years well and see it's because back then the, the problem was is that back then when that hairstyle was for when she was wearing it and it was popular for like more of like a like mod like trendy thing we were wearing the big permed hair, so there's no way you would have been easily to transition to that from yeah, the hairstyle no. that we were wearing. Plus, no. we lived in Morris. Yeah, no one's going to do that hair. They'd been like, no. what is this? Mm-hmm. Number 65 is Mandolin Rain by Bruce Hornsby in the Range. I remember listening to this song as I was painting my bedroom with my father. Ah, interesting memory. Mm-hmm. What's Miss funny about cool. that is that that's one of the things that they brought up on um, when we were watching the Debbie Gibson concert is about how um when you're listening to music it it will help you remember things and so then you know later on when you hear a song obviously it evokes memories and ruth and i feel like our whole life is a soundtrack like we hear songs and that's definitely true for both of us that just reminds us of different things in our life and we always have stories regarding different songs so here you go Yep, and people get really annoyed by it. No, you know, suck it. All right, number sixty-four is "To Be a Lover" by Billy Idol. I have nothing to say about this one. It's not my favorite. Can't be a lover. Mm. No, sixty-three is "Can't We Try" by Dan Hill featuring Vonda Shepard. Oh, that song broke my heart. Mm -hmm. I remember listening to it and going, "Oh my god, that sounds so awful." Mm -hmm. Can't we try a little bit harder? Okay, number sixty-two is a jam. Come Go With Me by Expose. Another Expose song. God, I just loved Expose. Mm-hmm. I wonder what happened to them. I know. To look that up. I, I bet they're still touring or something. Hmm. Number 61, Change Your Heart by Cindy LaPrere. Yes. I love that song too. Number 60 is Sign of the Times by Prince. I miss Prince. No, me too. Followed by number 59, A Bad by Michael Jackson. God, that's so sad mm-hmm. not you know bad was not my favorite michael jackson song no the no. video was clutch but number 58 la isla bonita madonna this is during her i think i'm going to be spanish phase mm-hmm. 
Then she had that phase where she was like, well, is this when she was dating what's his face and she had the kid with, she had Lourdes with? He was. Oh, Carlos Leon? Yeah. Was, was she dating him yet? Probably. Is this, is this, I don't remember. This is when she was trying to be Evita. I don't remember when. Um, right? Don't cry for me. That was in the 90s. That's what I'm saying. I, yeah, I don't remember. Don't cry for me, Argentina. Yeah, that's in the 90s. I don't remember when um, she was with that dude. I don't know if this is too early. Hmm. We're around the, the Burning Cross Pepsi controversy times, aren't we, around this time? So that would have been... That would have been around... Yeah, this Papa Don't Preach time. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I'm not um, sure. 1996, you're right. Yeah. Corey's right again. Mm. I'm wrong. Yes. Number 57 is The System with Don't Disturb Don't This Group. I like this song. Yeah, it's good. I like it. I just, it's not a song I would want to hear multiple times in a row. No, but I mean, that's really cool. Like it's when they play it on the radio yeah. and you're like, oh, I like that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number 56 is a song I don't like. Yeah. Carrie by Europe. Yeah. Not it's my favorite. Never been my favorite. No, I don't like yeah. it. Number 55 <sighs> is another song I don't like that the video plays quite often for in these VHS tapes. And I'm really? like, why oh, yeah, you, you show me a video for this? Because I was yes. like, oh, God, no. Why? Yes, yes. Why? Why? Kenny G and Songbird. He doesn't even play a real instrument. I'm kidding. I'm but. like, I, I still love in Bad Mom's Christmas when mm-hmm. she comes to her house and her mom throws that party and Kenny G is there. And I love how she like tells off Kenny G. It's like so awesome. I love it. <laughs> Number 54 is by a vegetarian. Don't mean nothing by Richard Marks. And he is coming to the Arcada as well. He is. And you're not interested in going. I don't know. I could. When is it? I don't know. I pay attention. I might be persuaded. He's okay. I mean, he's got some songs I like. He's got a bunch of songs we like. Yeah. I mean, Maybe you like all those sappy. I know I do. You're, you're a I sappy do. song girl. I am a sappy song girl. We'll have to see when he's coming. Yeah. How much tickets are? Yeah. If exactly. they're a hundred dollars a piece, no. I'm like, no. But if they're like where we were sitting was perfectly fine. If they're forty dollars again, we're on. Right, I hear you. Yeah, I mean, I can't believe for a couple rows up in that same section we would have been paid eighty dollars. I was like, why? I, was like, why? I didn't even have to wear my old lady glasses. I, could see, I still see. had to wear mine, but the pictures I took were phenomenal. They were. Shh, whatever. You did a good job. All right. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, okay, and the next all, one is one of Ruth and I's favorite songs of all time. I heard a rumor. By Bananarama. I think it's going to get to the point where I'm going to have to fly to England in order to see them tour. They're just not coming here. So, yeah. If they do come, then we're going. But I just would assume that they would probably have some severely high priced tickets. And I would just, or they'd be an opening act for anybody. That would be awesome. But whatever. Um, you know All how right. I feel about the next song. The next one we could skip totally. But we have to mention um, it because the countdown. Yes, Suzanne Vega with Luca. Okay, number 51. And the last one on this list is Fleetwood Mac but with Little Lies. Love that song. Mm-hmm. Tell um, me lies. Tell me sweet, sweet little, little lies. lies. Um, okay, so we like the songs 50 on up. Oh, yeah. So stay tuned for the next episode where we talk about those. So, But I do want to hear about what people like are there people that really really love some of the songs we don't like like kenny g songbird (laughs) the fact that it's so high up it bothers me i know on a pop count 
I know. How is it there? I don't know. It's like an. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand. I'm sorry. I'm the side <laughs> of my window. Like, <laughs> I don't understand why people think it's a pop song. Yeah. I mean, Axel Ash is a pop song. Boop, 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 boop. I understand that one. Yes. But that's somber. Yeah. No one's going to be jamming to that. No. I don't understand. I don't like it. There's a problem. Exactly. A big problem. All right. Well, let us know if you like Songbird. We are on Twitter. Yep. Facebook, if I remember to post there. Mostly mm-hmm. I'm on Twitter. We're trying to think of, I'm trying to think of a song a day that doesn't get enough play. And I promote it on Twitter. Awesome. I like I that. I did Living in a Box the other day. Yes, I know. I love Living in a Box. <laughs> and they follow us. Oh I my know. God. That's what's so exciting. exciting. I know. We're followed by someone famous. I'm so You thrilled. know what would be exciting? If Debbie Gibson followed us. That would be really exciting. But I bet you anything. Never happened. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> you know, maybe I should do like a hashtag. Debbie Gibson, please follow us. I know. Like, maybe she should know that we dedicate a whole episode to her. Yeah. I know. Like how much we love Debbie Gibson. But that's okay. That's okay. But that's, that's okay. because it wasn't because do. of the topic. It was because of people are expecting us to like. People like them. the countdown stuff. Yes. Like when we go through the stats, it's like. They like the countdown stuff mm-hmm. and the lists. Yes. And so. that's fair enough. Yeah. We'll keep doing lists. Exactly. We like lists. Lists are good. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. All right. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye, everyone. You've been listening to 80s Music Rewind with Ruth and Lori. Make sure to subscribe and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.